The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, folks. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz. This is the America's Web Radio Station. Uh, glad everyone could be here today. We've got a lot to get to today, and I'm I'm not even gonna I'm gonna have to skip right over most of my notes almost right away just to get into some of this that we've got to get into today. Um. So Davos is going on now. And, and now, look, folks. I'm going to get to a few things. We'll move kind of fast today, but uh, I'm going to get to. I, I, I had some people requesting uh, that I go over uh, what the Freedom Caucus did for us a few weeks ago uh, when when they caused 15 votes, and I said that I would have been happy with 115 votes. And I'll I'll go through that again. I, I'll go through that quickly, but I'll point out uh, some of the victories that we have for the American people because of what the Freedom Caucus did. And uh, so I'll, I'll touch on that. And uh, I also will touch on uh, 10% Joe. That is the new nickname I've given uh, Joe Biden, 10% Joe. Now, I, it is okay if somebody out there knows Donald Trump. Uh, if somebody out there knows President Trump or has a line to President Trump and you want to let him know of a great new nickname that, you, <laughs> that he could start using, uh, or Ron DeSantis if he wants to use it, um, feel free to use 10% Joe. But that is what I'm going to call Joe now from now on, 10% Joe, because more and more and more evidence is coming out of how Joe Biden and his family enriched themselves off the back of the taxpayers of this country. And no one, no one, nobody can break my argument. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Brandon Biden, 10% Joe, has never held a career in the private sector. He is a multimillionaire with his prized Corvette, understand, prized Corvette that somehow is in a secured locked garage because garages can't be broken into. I mean, give me a freaking break. I guarantee his garage has a window that you could easily break into. And if you try hard enough, you can lift just about any garage door. But that's another, uh, maybe another show for another day. But the point here is uh, Joe Brandon Biden with his prized Corvettes, his multiple homes, his millions of dollars in and who knows what bank accounts. He's done this by being a so-called servant of the people. He's done this by being a representative of the people and then vice president and now president. This man has never held a private sector job. We all know what kind of guy Hunter Biden is. Now, I'm not, I, you know, I don't want to attack children of, of politicians, but this guy has put himself to the forefront. So, it's full game to comment on him. I'm not going to I'm not going to besmirch him for the troubles he has. Clearly, Hunter Biden has issues and should get help. He really should. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, we all know Hunter Biden isn't capable of holding a job. He's proved that. I don't have to tell you that. I don't have to ascertain that uh, other than from the evidence that he has put out with the laptop. And you don't even really need a laptop. You can just follow the the history of Hunter Biden and what that guy has done. I mean, the, the, I, I'm sorry, but the guy has issues. He's got a drug problem or he had a drug problem. He had a drinking problem or had one. Uh, he's had some issues. And, um, I mean, here's a man. And l- listen, folks, if you want to know what kind of a person Hunter Biden is and Joe Biden, listen to this. 
if you have kids, especially, especially if you have kids, listen to this. Hunter Biden has a child. He has a four-year-old daughter that he has gone to court. And trust me, with the backing of Joe Brandon Biden and the backing of Jill Biden, the backing of all the Bidens, Hunter Biden is in the courts to block this four-year-old child of his from using the Biden name. Now, why would he do that? Is it because there's no one on the other end to pay Hunter and Joe? No one's going to pay Hunter and 10% Joe? Nobody's going to pay them for that daughter that's four years old to use the Biden name? Now, the mother is a stripper that uh, Hunter Biden had some relations with at some point, and they produced this child. And Hunter Biden, instead of being a father that he needs to be to this kid, because it might, the, the optics, remember what I said about optics last week. So the optics, they might be a little too bad for the Biden family. They might be a little too bad for the Biden name. The optics of him having a daughter with a stripper, now those optics, yeah, that might be bad. That might bring the value of the Biden name. That 10% Joe may not be getting uh, enough money there if, if the value of his name drops. So Hunter Biden is in the courts blocking this four-year-old innocent child. This child didn't ask for Hunter to be her dad. This child didn't ask for him to knock up some stripper, but he did. And now he's got a daughter out there who's four years old, and that mother is smart. Look, you can't blame this stripper mom. She's clearly got more sense than maybe Hunter does because she's smart enough to go, hey, everybody with the Biden name is profiting from it except my daughter. So she's trying to, she's, she wants the daughter to have the Biden name. Her father is Hunter Biden. But Hunter Biden is in the courts trying to stop this mother from giving his daughter the Biden name. Now you've got to ask yourself why. And why is Joe Biden okay with this? Why is Jill Biden okay with this? Why are the rest of the Biden family okay with this? When you saw the, the pictures of Christmas, at the White House and they had stockings hanging and the over the fireplace. Did they have one for this four-year-old daughter? Did they have one? I guarantee you they did not. And they are all okay to treat this poor little innocent four-year-old child who is a product of Hunter Biden. They, they, it has the blood. This child has the blood of the Bidens because of Hunter Biden. And look with how they're treating it. That ought to tell you a whole lot about the Bidens. But yet so many of you out there, you didn't like orange man bad. You didn't like a man because he was a little orange. Now, his family's intact. I mean, sure, they've had problems. But you can't tell me that orange man bad is so bad and then go vote for somebody like Joe Brandon Biden. 10% Joe. You can't do it. You can't do it. So uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm just I'm telling you, folks, and if you don't believe me, you can go look this up for yourself. You can go look it up for yourself because a lot of you Democrats that are probably listening to me right now are probably out there going, oh, you must be making this up, Victor. No, I'm not making any of it up. I don't have to do that on my show. I don't have to be Biden and, and, and create fabrications and expand stories or, 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 uh, make up stories or anything to, to relate to people. I don't have to do that. And I'm not going to do it on this show. So you can go verify it for yourself, folks. Go verify it for yourself. But, it's, it's sad. I mean, I, I, it's, it's, I laugh because so many of you don't want to do the research because you don't want to find out what you know to be true. You don't want to have to admit that it's true. See, if you don't prove it to yourself, then you can keep 
running around doubting and 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 trying to besmirch people like me or other radio hosts or or whoever it is that's trying to tell you the truth. You you Democrats, so many of you out there, you won't go do your own research because you don't want to know the truth that you know is the truth. You don't want to you don't want it to be validated. But that's all right. Maybe one day. Maybe one day you'll realize it, but, uh, but if you, if you're going along and, and, and you're going around and you're still proud that you voted for Joe Brandon Biden, if you're still proud you voted for 10% Joe, uh, look, this isn't about Donald Trump anymore. Donald Trump's not president. He's gone. You accomplished what you wanted to accomplish. You, you took a, a doddering old fool. You took a guy who's in cognitive decline. You took 10% Joe, who has, who's probably one of, if not the most corrupt political family in Washington. You took him and you made him president because you didn't like Orange Man Bad. You wanted to get rid of him. Well, well, Donald Trump's gone. He's gone. He's not president anymore. So, so this isn't about, uh, uh, uh what isms or anything like that because Trump is gone. This is about the current president of the United States who so many of you voted for and you still support. At least some of you do. Uh, I talked to, <laughs> I actually talked to a couple of people that said they were going to vote for Joe Biden again. 10% Joe if he runs again. And I just looked at him and said, you can't be helped. Uh, I was nice and we had a good conversation and we actually laughed and everything, but, uh, but they were dead serious. They were dead serious. They, they plan to vote for 10% Joe again. Um, now, they did have a caveat, and they said if, if the Republican nominee is not Trump, that then they may, they, they would take a look. And they actually, the person that they named, now listen to this, folks, this is why this man is going to be such a force in 2024 if he decides to run, is because this, this couple that told me they were going to vote for Joe Brandon again, they were going to vote for Joe Brandon Biden, they're going to vote for 10% Joe. This couple that told me that also told me, that if the nominee for the Republicans in 2024 is Ron DeSantis, that they would they would actually consider voting for him over 10% Joe. So that ought to tell you something. I'm not saying that you know Donald Trump can't win. I'm just saying there's something out there about Ron DeSantis. He's 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 crossing lines that that I I'm sorry to say that President Trump can't seem to cross. But uh, anyway. Uh, and I mean by crossing lines, I mean by garnering support from Democrats, garnering support from Democrat voters, garnering support from the black vote, the, the Hispanic vote, things like that. Uh, it's just uh, Do- Donald Trump. Yeah, yes, Donald Trump did expand the black vote for the Republicans and, and some of the Hispanic vote. Uh, he did. Donald Trump did that, but not to the level that Ron DeSantis did. So that that's something to just that's something to keep in mind. Keep out there. But but all right, I, I want to move on a little bit. I'll get to more. I'll get to. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. I will get to a conversation about the uh, document dump, the classified documents that they keep finding in the Biden homes. Uh, now, now it's not just an office, and it's not just one home. They're finding classified documents all over the place. And the question you need to ask: Why was Joe Brandon Biden? Why was ten percent Joe? Why was he spreading out documents among homes and and a, and an office? And, and wait till I tell you about the office. You remember, ladies and gentlemen, what did I say last week? The story broke last week right before my show. So I didn't have all the information. Uh, we just knew that there was an office in Philadelphia at uh, UPenn or PennU, one of those. Uh, there was an office in Philadelphia. That's what we knew. And we knew the classified documents had been found. And they tried to – the media, the CNN, MSNBC, all of them were saying, oh, it's just 10 documents, as if that made a difference. But that's what they were saying. And what did I tell you? I said, just watch. Keep an eye on this story. It's going to develop. And I said, I said, follow the money. I said, the question that needs to be asked. And at this, and at this point in time last week during my show, we only knew about the office. We only knew about the documents in the office. We didn't know yet about the home and the other documents. 
And last week, what did I say about this office? I said the question that needs to be asked is who was funding this office? I said, follow the money. Now, wait till I tell you where the money was coming from and wait till I tell you, because the question I also told you to ask is how much money was Biden being paid to have that office? Not the other way around. If you and me go open an office somewhere, we're paying for it. But I told you to ask the question, how much was Biden getting paid to have that office? And wait till I tell you how much. Wait till I tell you how much he was being paid, ladies and gentlemen, and then wait till I tell you who was paying it. Who was funding it? I mean, it's just, I'm telling, folks, you just can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up about 10% Joe. And you Democrats out there, you need to keep, I know you're listening. I've got listeners in California, New York, all over the place. And, and I, and I thank all of you for it. And some of you are Democrats. And because you let me know, that's how I know. So I need you to keep listening because you're going to have you you need to hear what I have to say and then you need to reevaluate what you think about 10% Joe and the Biden family because uh I I'm telling you folks this isn't this is not a family that has the american interest at, at at heart this is not a family that has you the people or we the people they're not going to put us first not, not, they haven't been putting us first since Joe Brandon 10% Joe uh, I was elected to probably before he was elected to the senate to the Senate. But uh, anyway, folks, I, I mean, it's just it, this is the kind of stuff that that you're not going to hear on your uh, uh, cattle show. I mean, the view or on CNN, MSNBC, ABC and uh, none of those CBS, PBS, NPR. I mean, you're not going to hear any of this on there, but you can look it up for yourself. You Democrats out there who doubt me or any Republican, if you doubt me, go look it up. You can look this stuff up. So. All right, folks. So yesterday was MLK Day, and, and I've got a couple of things to say about that, and then I'm going to move on uh, to some uh, to some talk about Davos, and I'm going to tell you what Davos really is about. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. On August 8, 2022, in violation of the Fourth Amendment, the FBI performed a most egregious search of a former president's home. The Fourth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution provides that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched, and the persons or things to be seized. The Fourth Amendment originally enforced the notion that each man's home is his castle, secure from unreasonable searches and seizures of property by the government. We must take a stand and take back our country. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the America's Web Radio Station. I am Victor Agramendariz. This is the On Point with Victor show. And listen, folks, let me take a second here. I, I want to thank uh, the the patrons that have uh, joined, have gone to America's uh, <laughs> have gone to Web com and they become a patron of the station. Uh, look, we we could use the help. We we can't do it for free. We would love to do this for free, but we can't. We are the leader in uh, broadcasting for internet radio and, and for podcasting. 
uh, it's a wonderful station here, and, and I'm honored every day that I'm in this studio. Uh, but I do have to ask you, we, we can use uh, any kind of help that, that's out there. So if you want to support this station, we would very greatly appreciate it. Uh, just go to americaswebradio.com and become a patron. You can become a patron of any show. It doesn't just have to be my show. You can be a, and, and you can become a patron for any dollar amount. Uh, it doesn't matter. We, we will, you know, you can do it for five bucks, ten bucks, a hundred bucks, or, or, or even more. If you won the big lottery the other night and you're listening to me, well, throw some our way. You, you, <laughs> you know, you, you could, you can, uh, do a lot of good with that one point four billion dollars. I, folks, one person, what can you imagine? One person in Maine won one point, I think it ended up being one point four billion dollars, which means they probably took home Somewhere in the neighborhood of, uh, let's just say five to seven hundred million dollars is what they took home. Now they're in Maine, so they've got some high taxes up there, and then the federal government don't think they're not going to get theirs. Uh, and then the lottery, you know, they got to take a cut too. Uh, that's what's good about for them about the cash payouts. Um, but either way you look at it, you're you're looking at a minimum probably of of five fifty six hundred million, uh, but they could have taken depending on the tax code where they are, they could have taken as much as seven hundred million. Um, so I, I imagine that one person winning that. What would you do with it? <laughs> I mean, I, I know what we would do with it here, uh, but uh, but if you're, you know, I, I mean, I joke about it, but uh, but no, we. If you want to be a patron, it's it's a great thing to do. Show your support for my show. Show your support for some of the other shows. And uh, and if you're out there listening to me right now. Uh, and you've got a business. Uh, I've got some sponsorships open, so become a sponsorship. And I will tell you right now, I will do this on the air right now. Anyone who, who signs up in the next couple of weeks to be a sponsor of the On Point with Victor show or the Locked and Loaded show, if you're into guns, anyone who does that, I will do the live read myself. I will record using my voice, me, Victor Armendariz, and I will be the voice of your commercial. If you want to be a sponsor and you sign up in the next couple of weeks, I'll be the voice for your commercial and, and I'll be happy to do it. Uh, and, and I, and again, I can't thank you enough to, uh, supporting the America's Web Radio. So if you've got a company out there, if you've got a business out there, whether you're in Georgia, Florida, no matter where you are, uh, I, I'll be happy to be the voice of your, of, of the commercial to, we'll record it and then we'll play it across America's web radio airwaves. Uh, so it, it'll be a great thing to do. And, and, and we've got some great deals right now for you to be a sponsor. So let me know if you want to reach out. GM at America's Web Radio.com. GM at America's Web Radio.com and, uh, or Victor at America's Web Radio.com. Victor at America's Web Radio.com. And look, for those of you out there in New York and other places, uh, you can sponsor the shark. You can sponsor Mark the Shark as well. So if you're a lawyer out there, if you, if you've got, and maybe a paralegal, whatever you are out there, uh, Mark the Shark would be a great show for you to sponsor. So you can be a sponsor of that show. And, and again, I will be happy to lend my voice to the cause. You just have to contact GM at americaswebradio.com GM at americaswebradio.com Email and uh, we, we'll take care of you or email Victor at, at americaswebradio.com and we'll take care of you folks. We'll, we'll get you we'll get you some great airtime at a, at a very inexpensive cost. So um, let's make this happen. And again, for all of you sponsors out there already and, and you patrons who are already 
helping out America's Web Radio. Thank you so much. Can't thank you uh, enough. So you guys are great, especially um, all my listeners and and all the listeners that that have found me that that found me on the Eric Erickson show. I cannot appreciate you enough. You don't know what it means to me that that you will come over and listen to an hour of On Point with Victor every Tuesday. And, and those of you who go to the download it and listen to it on Spotify or or any other. Uh, platform uh it, it's really it's very humbling and and i and i cannot thank you guys enough so all right let me move on so davos well let me say this first let me say this about mlk i'm not going to say much about martin luther king day that was yesterday and and we need to move on but i will say this i will say this the democrats love to to use the mlk name they love to to just uh Take every advantage they can by using MLK's name. And they, they, they take money from people who really can't afford to give much money. They, you, they do this to a lot of black voters out there and a lot of black people out there and, 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 and beyond that, but they do that to a lot of low income black folks and they use the MLK name to do it when they don't stand for anything MLK stood for. So as a celebration for Martin Luther King Day yesterday, why don't you, if you're if you're out there and you've got some time, go look up and, li- and and read some of the passages of Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King used to say something to to everyone. He would go out on, on some of his marches, some of his speeches, and he would give a speech very much like what my father used to tell me growing up. That if you're a if if you're a janitor, if you're a sweeper, if you're an ice cream scooper, if you're a food delivery, if you're whatever you are, you be the best at it. You be the best at it. That's what my father used to tell me. And that you can find a passage in Martin Luther King. And who knows? Maybe my dad got it from this. I, I pretty sure he got it from his father. But, but, and besides back then, my father couldn't speak English. <laughs> so, but the point is Martin Luther King and some of his speeches, he would talk about no work is what you need to do. Your worth, your character will be shown in the work that you do. So, and, and I'm paraphrasing. I, I'm, I'm, you can go read the passage yourself. Go look up some things. Go look up Martin Luther King. This is what you need to do. Read his passages. Don't listen to what the Democrats are telling you because they, for lack of a better word, they're bastardizing the legacy of Martin Luther King. And Martin Luther King, trust me when I tell you, and I'm going to right now, let me go ahead and put out a warning. I'm going to send every Democrat voter, just about, and I'm going to send Media Matters, and I'm going to send just any progressive. I'm about to send them to a cry closet. I'm about to send them searching for a safe space. Because what I'm going to tell you right now, Martin Luther King, were he alive today, could not and would not be a Democrat. He would not be a member of today's Democrat Party. And you can come at me all you want. But there is no way, and you know it, there is no way that Martin Luther King would be a Democrat. He would not be a member of today's Democrat Party because today's Democrat Party doesn't stand for anything that Martin Luther King stood for. And all you've got to do is go read some of his passages because he talked about work and the value of work. And he also talked about you don't combat hatred with hatred. You combat hatred with love. Martin Luther King said that. And Martin Luther King said if you're the sweeper, then you be the best darn sweeper that the world's ever seen because you take value and you take pride in your work and then that work will build character and that character is going to take you places no matter your skin color and this was back in the 60s when he was saying this when they really did have to face racist democrats and yes i said that racist democrats because who was the founder of jim crow laws democrats who was the founders of the kkk democrats and you can look that up and fact check me to the cows come home 
But even then, back in those times, Martin Luther King, he looked at those Democrats and those type of people. And, and sure, there were beyond Democrats. Sure, there were. But but there were people that that Martin Luther King looked straight at. And he goes, I'm not going to fight your hate with hate. I'm going to fight your hate with love. And I'm going to fight your hate with hard work. And then he told the young people. Do whatever job you have the best of your ability. You be the best darn sweeper possible because that work is going to build character and your character is going to take you beyond skin color. And he was 100% right about that. So that is the legacy of Martin Luther King. That is not the legacy of the Democrat Party today. Not at all. Not at all. And and you want to go re- read some of from some of his family members that will back me up on that? Then you go look up Alveda King. Go look up Alveda King. She's just one that you can go look up. But there are others. There are others that are that are not afraid to tell the truth. Uh, so do that. So that's how you can celebrate yesterday if you want to celebrate yesterday. Uh, all right. So Davos. Davos is happening right now. So ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you what Davos is. Let me tell you. So if you're not familiar with Davos, Davos is a place in Switzerland. Lots of snow, pretty beautiful mountains. There's lots of bars. There's lots of restaurants there. And, and, and like I said, the slopes, amazing. And if it sounds like I've been there, no, I haven't. <laughs> but I would love to go. I, I really want. I was really close to Switzerland when I was in. I spent. When I was in Germany. Uh, I, I did a little trip in Germany, and and uh, I got close to Switzerland, but I didn't go. And I almost did. I almost went to Zurich, but I decided to head off to France instead. Uh, but uh, but I it, it's on my list. I'm gonna get to Switzerland. And uh, but this Davos. So Davos is in Switzerland. Beautiful place. Beautiful mountains. Beautiful skiing. Uh, you know, it's just a great place. So every year or so, uh, I think it's every year, the whitest of the white. And and I I I, I know there are others there, but most of the elitist, the rich elitist bureaucrats. Those are the people who go to Davos this time of year to participate in the Davos conference. And uh, I, they probably have some fancy name for it that I'm not remembering right now. But there's a conference in Davos. And and this is the who's who of who's who in politics. Because the, the United States is usually the president's usually there with an envoy. And, and leaders from all over the world, especially your socialist uh, types and your communist types, they, they love Davos. And the bureaucrats love Davos. And, and I am not kidding you. The, the whitest elitist bureaucrats in the world will descend on Davos. And they will sit there and they, and all they want to talk about is climate change and how they're going to take more of your money to enrich themselves. Now, they won't look at you and tell you that they want to take more of your money to enrich themselves, but they will, if you listen close enough, they will tell you what they want to do. They'll tell you that they want to rule the world. They'll tell you that now, look, don't, don't confuse this. I'm not saying that they're ever going to achieve it. Because thanks to the great people of the United States, at least half of us, we are, we will never allow it. But that doesn't mean they won't tell you what they want to do. And if you just listen to these fools in Davos, these bureaucrats, these these despots and, and socialist leaders that are out there in Davos, they're going to tell you they want to rule the world. They want to control every aspect of your life. And right now they're trying to do it in, under the, the guise of climate change, global warming, death to the earth. That is what they're trying to do. This is This is the message they're using to take more money from you to put in their pockets. That, that's the best way I can sum it up. And, and, and it truly, truly is a bunch of white, uber elitist bureaucrats that get together. And then they invite, they invite the, the African nations and they invite people of other colors, other leaders to come there 
and plead their case. And then they look at these black leaders and, and leaders of other colors and, to, and Hispanic leaders too, brown leaders, black leaders, brown leaders. And they tell the white elitist bureaucrats will actually look to them and tell them, yeah, we're not going to let you get any richer because we have to save the climate. You must stay poor. So we can save the climate. Now, again, they're not going to say exactly the words that I just used. They're going to try to come up with with fancy, pretty elitist talk and, and under the disguise of climate change. But basically what they're telling the African leaders, what they're telling Latin America leaders, what they're telling the Hispanic leaders across the country, what they're telling all these people, the brown people, the black people, what they're telling them is you must remain poor. Your people must remain poor in order to save the climate. That's what they're telling them, folks. And I am not making this up. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor Armendariz, and this is the America's Web Radio Station. Uh, all right. So you've got these bureaucrats in Davos, and and listen, ladies and gentlemen, when I tell you that they're actually telling other countries, third world countries, the the, the African nations, Hispanic nations, when they're telling them, I, I, I'm not kidding, they're telling them they must remain poor. Their people must remain poor because they want us, the, the white elitists think they need to save the client. Now, understand something here. Every one of those bureaucrats in in Washington, every one—I mean, I'm sorry—in well, Washington too, but everyone that's in 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 um, Davos right now, every leader, every bureaucrat, every uh, even even the third world uh, socialist leaders, the the uh, tyrannical leading governments, uh, every one of them that are in Davos right now have made theirs. They're all getting money somehow. Uh, they're, they're all already uber rich, especially the bureaucrat white elitists that are out there trying to tell everybody else what to do. But all of these people there and, and, and the leaders of these, these poor, poor, poor third, fourth world countries, some of these despots, well, they're, they're rich too because they get money from the U.S., they get money from around the world, most of it from the U.S., and they put that money in accounts and they enrich their families, and then maybe, maybe a penny or two on the dollar, they try and, and, and funnel down to get food for their people. But their people stay poor, 
and they all the elitists get rich. But every understand every person, every bureaucrat, every dingbat politician that is in Davos right now is richer than rich. They're uber rich. They have theirs. They don't care, nor are they worried about the problems that they're causing the the world due to their green initiatives, due to their climate change religion nonsense. So understand, nothing that those people are trying to force on the world, the 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 downtrodden, the poor, the the middle class, the you name it, the we'll just call all of them the peasants. Because trust me, these people in Davos, they look at everybody else who is not on their level is a peasant to them. And everything they want to force you to live by, every green, ridiculous policy that they want forced on you, you will burden, not them. They have theirs. They have their millions and billions of dollars. They will never have to change their way of life. No matter how much damage they do to the world's economy or to the United States. And the only way we'll damage our economy here in the United States is if we continue to elect these bozo Democrats. And I, and I mean every word of what I just said. Because until you show me a Democrat that'll put the United States first, until you show me an, a Democrat that will put America first, until you show me a Democrat that will put the American before the illegal, until you show me a Democrat that is willing to speak about freedom and liberty, then I will continue to tell you that today's Democrat party does not put this country first. They do not put the people first. So while they're up in Davos agreeing with these all all these world order morons that are up there when when they are telling you what they want you to do because they're saving the planet understand none of them will feel the burdens that they're forcing on you and me and the rest of the world none of them they all have their millions they have their trillions whatever billions whatever it is they have it they have it. They just don't want you to have it. They don't want any more people joining their party. One of the reasons that these people do this in Davos is because they love to rub elbows with each other. They love to be in an area where there's nobody in these rooms in Davos. Nobody is in these rooms and meetings except uber rich bureaucrats. They love sitting in a room listening to each other talk. They love it. The only non-rich, uber-rich people and bureaucrats that are around them are the poor saps, probably wearing masks, that are serving them. See, they have their peasants to serve them wine and beer and steak and whatever else they want. They have their peasants to issue their skis and their ski boots or their snowboards. They have their peasants they have their peasants, ladies and gentlemen, to give them their snacks, their hot cocoa when they're on the mountains. They have their peasants to carry their jackets when they want to take them off so they can take a break from the slopes. Oh, yes, sir. They have their peasants for that. But everybody else around there they're rubbing elbows with are the uber-rich political t- elitist types that they just love. They despise you and me, especially, especially those of us here in the West – They especially hate you and me, we the people of the United States, because we are in their way. Now, it may only be 60% of us, but we are in their way. They especially despise us, ladies and gentlemen, especially. Now, 
here's something that's going on in Davos right now that maybe some of you didn't know. So most of you listeners out there know that that my show originates here in Atlanta, Georgia. The the home studios of America's Web Radio are in here in 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 Sandy Springs, Georgia, which is just north of Atlanta. So I I have to tell you, maybe some of you don't know this. Our governor, who is Governor Kemp, who beat the pants off of Abrams and sent her running to hopefully sent her running to California. Hopefully we'll never see her again in Georgia. Uh, but our governor, Governor Kemp, he's been invited to speak at Davos. He's going to speak at a conference in Davos. So so Brian Kemp, Governor Kemp from the state of Georgia, from the great state of Georgia, is uh, is is on his way or is in Davos because he's going to give a speech. And here's the beauty about this. Here's the beauty about this. The morons and the elitists that are in Davos right now, let me tell you why they invited Kemp. They invited Kemp because what they saw and what they believe is Kemp and Trump just don't like each other. That's what they saw. They looked at Trump and they said, oh, well, President Trump doesn't like Brian Kemp, Governor Kemp. So let's invite Governor Kemp. He must be one of us. He must be. This is, trust me, folks, this is the way these people think. This is the way these people in Davos think. So they invite Brian Kemp, Governor Kemp, because they think he's going to get up there and be a whiny, wish-washy rhino Republican. Now, don't get me wrong. Brian Kemp is among the establishment, but he is more conservative, and at least he's been governing a lot more conservative than I ever thought he would here in Georgia. And, and right now, what we're, what we are led to believe and what we think is going to happen and what I hope happens is, is Governor Kemp is going to get in front of these Davos nuts and he's going to tell them the people of Georgia come first. The United States people come first, but especially the people in Georgia, according to Governor Kemp, because he's the governor of Georgia, he's going to put the people of Georgia first. He's going to put the businesses of Georgia first. Not this globalism stuff. Not that he's, that we can't have global Businesses here in Georgia, because of course we're going to invite any business that wants to do business in Georgia. And that's what Kemp's message is going to be. But Kemp's message is people in Georgia come first. And his message is going to be, look how I handled COVID versus the way you bozos handled COVID. Look at how the state of Georgia under my leadership. This is, this is what Governor Kemp, I hope, is going to say, but this is what I'm led to believe he's going to say, and this is what I believe he's going to say. Governor Kemp is going to stand in front of these elitist uh, global nut jobs up there in Davos. He's going to say, you people wanted me to do the opposite in Georgia in my response to COVID than I did. Because my response to COVID was the right one. Because I opened Georgia first. Georgia opened before anybody else. And Georgia is a thriving place to be right now, right next to Florida. Because Florida's thriving as well. And both Governor DeSantis and Governor Kemp did the opposite of what you bozos in Davos were demanding be done to the people in this country. And so... I, it, it, trust me, if you think it's a bad thing that Kemp is going to, to, to Davos to speak, then I think you've got it wrong, folks. I, I, I humbly want you to wait and let's see what Kemp says. Because if Kemp goes up there and does what I think he's going to do, it is a great thing. Because somebody like Governor Kemp, who, who wears the Republican badge, and hopefully a conservative badge is going to stand there in front of these globalist elite morons, these bureaucrat morons up there in Davos. And, and, and Kemp is going to say, Governor Kemp is going to say, I am the governor of a state 
in the United States. I am the governor of the 13th colony of the United States. I represent and I preside over the people, the citizens of the great state of Georgia. And we did the opposite of what you bozos. Now, I know he won't say you bozos. (laughs) It'd be great if he did. But Kemp's going to be able to say, he's going to be able to stand there and say, I did the opposite of what you people call for. And here's another thing. We in Georgia are are harnessing nuclear power. We in Georgia are harnessing fossil fuels. We in Georgia, yes, we will allow a battery factory to be built in Georgia. Of course we will. Of course we will. Because the people can make a choice if they want a battery. And hopefully if they do, we can make those batteries in, in this country. That would be a good thing. But we are not forcing, in the state of Georgia, we are not forcing windmills, we're not forcing solar panels, and we're not forcing unicorn farts and fairy dust to power our grid in Georgia. And because we're not doing that, because we're harnessing natural gas, we're harnessing fossil fuels, we're harnessing nuclear power, because we're doing that in Georgia, the opposite of what you're telling us to do, because we're doing that, we aren't having rolling blackouts in Georgia. We're having a pretty cold winter. Now, granted, right now it's not that cold, but we've already had nine degrees in Georgia. We've had sustained days of below 20s, and more of that's coming. But no matter what Mother Nature brings upon Georgia, we are not having rolling blackouts. You know what? We also have a lot of people that own electric vehicles in Georgia. And I don't, as governor of Georgia, I don't have to go out and beg people or demand people or mandate that they don't charge their vehicles after 4 p.m. I don't have to go out as governor of Georgia and demand or mandate that to the people, the battery car owners, the electric car, the EV owners in Georgia, I don't have to tell them not to charge their vehicles, not to plug up. I don't have to do that. Now, the governor in California has to do that, and they're probably going to have to do it in New York and other places in Washington State. But I don't have to do that in Georgia because I, Governor Kemp, did the opposite of what you bozos were trying to get us to do. And I, Governor Kemp, will not let Georgia fall to the prey of the green energy nut jobs. That is why it is a good thing that Governor Kemp is going to Davos. Because he can look at these people and tell them what they think he's not going to say. Trust me, these people in Davos, when they invited Kemp, they never believed Kemp would get up there and say what he's going to say to them. They think Kemp's going to be up there and be a wishy-washy, whiny Republican that's going to trash Trump. He isn't going to do that, folks. He isn't going to do that. And we'll be right back. On August 8th. 2022, in violation of the Fourth Amendment, the FBI performed a most egregious search of a former president's home. The Fourth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution provides that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched, and the persons or things to be seized. The Fourth Amendment originally enforced the notion that each man's home is his castle, secure from unreasonable searches and seizures of property by the government. We must take a stand and take back our country. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Uh, listen, I, I, I'm going to take a second here. There was a, some, I, I don't know how many numbers of tornadoes touched down in Alabama and Georgia last week. So many of you may need some roof repairs. Many of you may need uh, a, a quote on getting your roof repaired from storm damage. Uh, well, stay tuned because I'm going to reach out. I have some listeners, and I know they're probably listening right now. Uh, that's a roof company, and they would be a perfect time to sponsor this show <laughs> because there are people out there that need roofs, and they're going to need lots of roof estimates. And so, uh, so ladies and gentlemen, folks out there, especially you, you listeners in Alabama and you listeners in Georgia, um, stay tuned because I'm going to try to get this this company on board, uh, maybe to be a sponsor. And uh, they're they're a wonderful roof company, uh, and I can say this with full confidence because they replaced my roof uh, not just a few months ago. And and then my roof looked so good that my neighbor asked me about it, and then they replaced my neighbor's roof. So uh, I don't know how other way to other way to put it. So I, I will reveal the name of this roofing company in my next show. Um, whether or not they become a sponsor, I'll do that for you guys. But hopefully, the goal here is uh, they should be a sponsor because there's a lot of people out there that's probably going to need some <laughs> roofing done. Uh, all right. Uh, so that's basically how I can sum up Davos for you. It's all you need to know about Davos. Uh, and listen, don't don't get caught up with what these idiots are telling you on TV that they want to do, the New World Order mess and all that. Don't get caught up with that crap, folks, because it's not going to happen, because we aren't going to allow it to happen. We, we, the American people, now granted, we may have 20 or 30% in this country that are completely lost their minds, and they're, they're all on board with this globalism, world order, green crap. But most of our, most of us are not. And we are not going to allow the, the Davos people, these, these globalists, these, 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 uh, crazy religion of climate. We're not going to let this cult. That's, that's the way it is. That's the way for me to put it. We're not going to allow this cult in Davos that is the cult of climate change. We're not going to let them destroy the United States. We're not going to let them. So, so don't, don't spend time stressing or worrying about uh, conspiracies about New World Order because we the people aren't going to allow it to happen. We we do have enough good Republicans that are in the House and that are in the Senate that are never going to let Democrats take us down the road that these idiots and, and Davos want us to go down. Um, I'm, I'm pretty confident in that. And I really hope, I really hope that I've woken maybe some of you, uh, you know, it's, it's cool to be woke now apparently to the Democrats. Well, I hope I get some woke Awoken Democrats. Hopefully I can wake up some Democrat voters out there because let me, let me sum this up again for you. The people that you seem to support, the, the, the 10% Joes in the world who are rich because of politics, they're not rich because they went and worked in private sector. Joe Brandon Biden is rich because of his name and what he's done in politics, taking advantage of the American taxpayer. That's why he's rich. He's rich because of China. He's rich because of Ukraine. Yes, because of Ukraine. And, and now we're letting him do it again. 
We're letting him do it again. And now all these bozos like Joe Biden are all in Davos in Switzerland. And they're all ski. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, they're spending money that some of them got from the taxpayer. Some of them got from the American taxpayer. Uh, hello, John Kerry, who just flew a private jet to Davos so he could tell you not to fly. So he could tell you that you can't have a gas stove. Uh, here, that's another one. Ladies and gentlemen, I always tell you to follow the money. Follow the money, follow the money, follow the money. When there's research that comes out that tells you you have to give up your way of life, follow the money, follow the money. When research comes out saying that something's going to kill you, you have to give it up, and it's going to make your life harder, follow the money, follow the money, follow the money. And you just heard last week when they started this business about, oh, we need to ban gas stoves. Let me tell you something. I'm not a great cook. But I love gas stoves, and I will only cook on a gas stove. I will only have gas stoves in my house. And 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 that might stem from when I was a, a little bitty kid, a wee lad, uh, in, in Mexico City, where the only home, every home I was in, my grandmother's home, my, my uncles, my aunts, my cousins, all of them, gas stoves. And, the, and gas stoves make some of the best tortillas you will ever have. And and those tortillas go great with some great salsa, which Legendary Dave has gotten a chance to try because my family recipe of salsa, he gets to have some because I bring some in for him. Uh, you know, maybe I'll do – maybe we'll do this. David, David will – and Legend Dave is going to tell you how good this stuff tastes. But here's the thing. If you become a sponsor of the On Point with Victor show in the next couple of weeks, I will personally give you some of my family's salsa recipe. Now, David, would that be worth it? No, because that would be taking from my possible supply. So I'm, oh, I'm not. Point. <laughs> That's a good point. You know, no, uh, it is. It is very good, and I speak with great authority, being from Texas, mm-hmm. and the first meal away from mother's milk. Was Mexican it was food. Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way it is going west, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, but yeah, growing up and, and, and we had, I mean, my great grandmother was making the salsa. My grandmother made the salsa. My mother got the salsa and now my wife is making the salsa. And I, I, it's just, it's just great. But as a kid in Mexico, everything was done with gas stoves. And, and now they're out there trying to tell you they want to ban gas stoves. And ladies and gentlemen, Follow the money. And if you follow the money, the research on this gas stove business, China. China paid for this research. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, everything – it's amazing how every road that leads from the Biden family ends up in China. And here's Biden running around telling you he wants to ban gas stoves. And if you follow the money and follow the research, it's coming from China. And that ought to tell you all you need to know. And, and, and the great thing is I think they're already backing off because the American people overwhelmingly rejected the idea of not having a gas stove. The best chefs in the world, not just in the United States, the best chefs in the world cook on gas stoves, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, David. What, what, what do the Chinese know about Mexican food? Anyway? Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want any of this synthetic Mexican food. That uh, what's that guy Bill Gates is trying to push fake meat uh, and all that mess. And and I'm sure China's behind his 
his business too. But uh, I know, and that's the other question that needs to be asked, Dave. It's a great point. Why would China fund this kind of stuff? Why? Because probably because they got a battery stove coming out that with electric eyes that that uh, that you'll have to buy from China. You know, they're they're already trying to corner the battery market for EVs, and and we're and our idiotic. Democrat progressive government socialist Democrats in Washington right now are all too happy to try to force you to buy an EV and then make us beholden to China because China's the only one that can mine the precious mineral to make the batteries. I mean, this is pretty sad stuff, folks. It's, it's all right there for you to see if you'll just open your eyes. If you'll just open your eyes. But, uh, but that, that's, that's how I sum this up. Real simple. Real, real, real simple. The people in Davos are a bunch of rich bureaucrats. They have their money. They're not worried about the damage that they're trying to cause to the to world economies, to the United States. They the the the, the problems they want to put you in, the the burdens they want to force among the the peasants of the world. And understand, when I say the peasants of the world, I mean anyone that's not in their elitist club, anyone that is not in their political elitist club. That that's who I mean. They want to put burdens on you. They will never feel the burdens because they rich. They have theirs. They are rich. They have theirs. They're not worried about money. They're never going to lose the money. They, they, they could spend, some of these people could spend a hundred thousand dollars a day. Some could spend a million dollars a day and they would still never run out of money. Their kids would never run out of money and their kids, kids, kids would never run out of money. That's how wealthy some of these people are off the backs, many of them off the backs of the taxpayer, which gets me to Joe Biden. To 10% Joe. I have nicknamed him 10% Joe. So I will now be calling Joe, Joe Brandon Biden will be 10% Joe. Because we all know from the laptop, from Hunter Biden's laptop, that 10% went for the big guy. And unless you're under a rock or you're just stupid, then you understand that the big guy that gets 10% is Joe Biden. That's the big guy. We we know this from Bobolinsky. We know this from 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 other people who were associates around the Bidens who have said, absolutely, of course, Joe Biden was is the guy that's referred to as the big guy who gets ten percent. And and Hunter Biden's emails all over Hunter Biden's laptop is is so much information, damning evidence that exposes the Biden family. And I, let me give you an example. Let me get so. First of all, let me tell you before I run out of time, let me tell you who was funding the office that's in Pennsylvania that Joe Biden has these classified documents in, just some classified documents. Who was funding it? China. How much were they how much was the university paying Joe Biden to have this office? Nine hundred thousand dollars a year. Over, actually, folks, over $900,000 was being paid to Joe Biden to have that office. Why? Why? Why were they paying him almost a million dollars? And why was the money coming from China? The money, folks, you can look this up yourself. The money was coming from China to the university, and the university was paying Joe. Now, again, why is it that every road, when you start turning over the rocks or you start peeling back the onion, so to speak, why is it that when you start examining the Biden family that every road leads to China and the Ukraine? Why? Why? And now, nine hundred thousand plus dollars is be, was being funneled to the university, and that university was was paying almost a million dollars to Joe Biden to have that office. And now we know that office had classified documents. Now, who had keys? Now we also know because of Hunter Biden's laptop that uh, 
Hunter Biden had keys to that office. Who else had keys to that office, folks? Who else? Who had access to classified information? Who had access to the Biden name that was giving Joe Brandon, Mr. 10%, 10%, 10% Joe, 10% Joe was being paid over $900,000 to have that office there at that university that has classified documents. Now, if that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, Joe Brandon, 10% Joe, has a house in uh, Wilmington, Delaware. And he was renting that house to Hunter Biden, his son. Now, let me ask you this. Is there a parent out there? Is there a father out there that would charge an absorbent amount of money to his own kid to rent his house out? Well, let me tell you how much. Now, listen up, Democrats. You listen to Democrat listeners out there. Take a pen and pencil. Write this down. Joe Brandon Biden, 10% Joe was charging his son, Hunter Biden, who he says is the smartest guy he's ever known, was charging him almost $50,000 a month to rent his house in Wilmington, Delaware. Now, why was Hunter Biden paying his father almost $50,000 a month to rent a house that he said he owned? Why? Now, we know this because of the documents coming off of that laptop, the Hunter Biden's laptop. So this cannot be disputed. You cannot break my argument. You can come at me all you want, but you cannot defeat this argument because this is the truth. Hunter Biden was paying his daddy, 10% Joe, 50 grand almost to a month to rent a home. Now, there are no homes in Delaware or Wilmington. I don't think anywhere in Delaware that costs 50,000 a month to rent. You can rent a, on the upper west side of New York, with a doorman and all, and probably a celebrity to come with it. Now that might cost you 50 grand a month, but there ain't no house in Delaware that's going to cost you 50 grand a month. But Joe Biden was getting almost 50 grand a month from his son. Now, his son's a drug addict. Sorry to say, his son was a drug addict. We've seen what his son does. His son doesn't have the ability to make $50,000 a month to pay for rent. Where was he getting the money? Where was he getting the money? Well, again, China, Ukraine, and some some business dudes probably in, in, oh gosh, Kazakhstan or somewhere like that. All right, folks, that's all the time I got. We'll get into a little bit more of this next week. Uh, you guys stay tuned for Locked and Loaded. That's up next. I'm out. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.